ride with me in my foul life. Podcast world, what's shaking? Chad Belding back at you with another episode of the Foul Life Podcast. Thank you guys and girls so much again for all of the support. People are loving what we're doing, just keeping them short, keeping them detailed, and we're going to keep getting more and more of them as we get into the 2019-2020 season. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Lear Camper Shell. Check out the Lear assortment and selection and offering to protect all of your valuables, your pets, your camera gear, your guns, your ammo, whatever you carry. If you're a construction worker, get a Lear topper for your rig and feel secure and safe as you travel down America's highways. We do it daily with our jobs here at the Foul Life and Bandit as we travel across the country chasing the migration, chasing mallard ducks, chasing Canada geese or specks or whatever the bounty is we're going after. Could be turkey season, might even be a deer or elk hunt. We know that when we pull into a parking lot to go shopping or go grab something to eat or in a hotel room along the way or at a lodge or at the boat ramp, it locks when you lock your locks on your truck. It unlocks when you unlock the locks on your truck. You can do it manually if you want, but um, the windows are awesome. The slider window between your cab and the, and the camper shell is so slick and automatic and and remotely controlled from your truck and I just love it I've I've been running them for the last probably five years and our partnership now with Lear has grown and we couldn't be more proud of it so check them out L-E-E-R the leader in safety and security in your camper top world and today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Oakley Standard Issue for all of your eye protection ballistics prism lenses when you're hunting when you're fishing when you're just outdoors it's so important to protect our eyes you guys heard uh, hopefully you heard our podcast with Dr. Matt Mills on This Life Ain't For Everybody. He's an ophthalmologist and an eye surgeon. And it's amazing what can happen to your eyes when they aren't protected from the sun, from UV, from particles, from dust, from dirt, from sharp objects, from rocks. It doesn't matter. Um, black powder, the, the the burning of a gun when it's going off, the the temperature that it gets and the, and the friction and the combustion that it's creating with all of that powder and those shotgun shells and that black cloud protect your eye. Again, you're in blinds and you're moving around. There's twigs, there's natural environment and habitat, and you're trying to move around and you're, you're calling ducks, you're calling geese, you're calling the shot, you're working your dog, you turn around and take a branch or a limb right in the eye. No bueno, guys, no good, no, it's just not good for your future. So wear Oakley sunglasses. And I'm telling you guys, as far as different conditions with overcast, sunny days, low ceiling, high ceiling, um, just you can see through them very good and you have that sense of protection and security that your vision is being protected on a daily basis i don't hunt without them i can't say that 100 percent. sometimes i do when i forget i try not to hunt without them sometimes i catch myself taking them off and forgetting to put them back on in the heat of the action but for the most part i try to pull the trigger every time with oakley standard issue and oakley sunglasses upon my head and uh, protecting my eyes so again thank you so much for the partnership oakley and oakley standard issue we are very humbled by it and today i'm just talking a little bit about um what's going on in our world and what we're experiencing and what we're hearing and um i I couldn't be more excited about how this duck season goose season is shaping up it's it's very warm in some parts of the country right now i'm talking mid 70s low 80s and we're in almost mid-november um approaching the opening day of you know like the southern duck season down in arkansas and louisiana mississippi area 
it's it's warm in some areas out west right now next week it's supposed to get a really good cold front and a push there's a lot of birds in a lot of areas guys and some people think that could be good some people think that they're here too early in spots like oklahoma and eastern kansas and arkansas and southeast missouri um, it got real cold this week in Missouri, from what I hear, and a lot of those ducks moved out of that Kansas City, Mounded City area and moved down into the Boot Hill and, and moved into eastern Arkansas area and western Mississippi. And I don't know if that's good this early. It's still two weeks before the season starts. They're in there, they're eating, they're, you know, they're secure right now. But, you know, you get a lot of those ducks early like that, and they start getting banged on opening day and all through the beginning of the first split of the southern duck season or wherever you're at in the country, they might get stale real quick. So my theory is you don't want all the ducks this early. You want a good push to where you have a good opener down wherever you're at. And I know a lot of places have already opened up, but I think that the migration is a tad bit early this year. I think it got real cold this last week in the Dakotas and Minnesota and Iowa, like I said, in northern Kansas, northern Missouri. And I think a lot of ducks have moved down south. Now, that's not to say that it won't warm up and they'll move back north. They always do. But I, I just get weirded out by like last season. I remember getting phone calls in Oklahoma and Kansas man we're loaded up it's November it's going to be unreal and you just got to be careful what you wish for you don't know if those birds are going to get you know too hunted too much pressure they're going to eat you out of house and home and all of your crops which is hard to do in some areas with all the vegetation and farming going on but um, let's just let's stay in touch and see how it pans out I hear that People are having awesome success right now in the Dakotas, especially North Dakota. I know I know some people in Montana that have been having great success. I heard Minnesota was unbelievable for about two weeks, and um, that's that's all good news. That's a great start to the 2019-2020 season. And for what we're seeing out west right now, we always take a break this time of year. We usually leave about November 10th to head to South Dakota. We did not hunt. We did not draw our South Dakota licenses this year so we're kind of staying idle until next week we're headed to california to chase specks and puddle ducks with rocky merlot at merlot waterfowl and the california waterfowl uh, california waterfowl association as well as our friends at corning ford so i'm looking forward to that and that's right when we're supposed to get that cold weather push and that first storm of the year pretty much for this part of the western united states down through the sacramento delta the butte sink around chico that whole area where it's called you know quote unquote duck country down there so we're going to head down we got a bunch of new greenhead gear decoys um, speckle belly full body speckle belly floaters in case it's flooded rice we got a ton of new snows just to draw the attention with some color and we got a lot of the new xd the new uh pro grade xd mallard floaters they're so beautiful they swim so well and we got them all rigged up rocky and his guys were working hard this week we were down there helping get some of the blinds set up and we're ready to go we're going to be hunting with the california waterfowl association and some of their members in the new hunter class that are in they've gone their entire life through college and had never hunted we started the story last year we're gonna we're gonna finish it up finally this year and that is if you know we get some cooperation for mother nature which we're all keeping our fingers crossed but we're going to have a girl and and her her fiance who are both new to hunting that fell in love with it they they went to a liberal school they did not grow up in a hunting shooting per se family and now they are hooked they're eating wild duck they're cleaning and processing and butchering they're shotgunning they're cleaning shotguns they're learning safety they're learning new techniques decoying concealment they're they're, they want they called me the other day and they're in the market for a new ATV and a new or a new UT TV. So 
they're they're buying all the gear they both just got a new set of banded waders and that excites me i love seeing that it fires me up to see new people coming into this lifestyle into this heritage of waterfowl hunting and i'm excited to get to california and just learn from you know from them as well of like what where is their excitement level what is bringing this new passion what do they love about duck and goose hunting and like we talk about it's getting ready to open in the south duck hunting is like a religion in arkansas and louisiana mississippi you get in the flooded timber the rice you go to a boat ramp at a public area in arkansas it's amazing what you see the boat races and sometimes it gets so passionate that people get tempers flaring because they're not first in line and they're trying to beat the guys and race to a duck hole and and it's this the passion that comes with this lifestyle is what i absolutely love about it i love hearing stories i love seeing new experiences new people get involved like i said kids boys girls women spouses Um, if you didn't have a mentor growing up and you're looking for one there's all kinds of associations and and people agencies out there like the cwa the california waterfowl association or ducks unlimited or delta that will help with those mentorship programs of getting you out in the marsh and letting you experience duck hunting at its finest mother nature at its finest god's green earth at its finest and i just love seeing that i love the culture and the passion and the non-entitlement philosophy of hunting that we can take into the duck blind or the turkey woods or the deer woods or the predator mountains every day and apply it, apply our techniques, apply our strategies and teach people, mentor somebody new. And as we talk about these opening days and what happening, you know, uh, as people approach that opener, they get so excited. It doesn't matter if you go to Canada or not. It doesn't matter if you're from Arkansas, Louisiana. I know a lot of Cajuns that make that Northern trek every year to Canada. It doesn't matter. You go up there in September, early October and hunt them, you still are looking so forward to your local opening day opening day in your spot your backyard your stomping grounds is so important and it's so evident in people that man they got their rigs ready their boats ready their dog ready their decoys ready their calls ready they're around their rear view mirror which might not be the best place for them with the different temperature controls inside the cab of your truck but it's just amazing to see people get fired up at the cafes at the sporting goods stores at the everywhere that you go in those in the areas that duck hunting is prominent whether it's california uh like I said, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Minnesota, Iowa, that entire Mississippi flyway, places around Idaho, you start to see the passion that comes out this time of year. And I know it's been an opener in some parts of the country already, and you guys and girls got to experience that. And we're, and we've got to experience it out West here for our 107 or 105 day season, whatever it is this year. I'm just saying that opening day means so much to a duck hunter. I think it means more to a duck hunter than it does. Maybe I don't, I can't say than to a deer hunter, a turkey hunter, but opening day duck season is just, it's time to roll, man. You've waited nine months um, in the South. It opens later, like around Thanksgiving. You've been just itching to get out there, clawing to get out there. Probably been wearing your family out with your duck calling. Hopefully it's in the garage, getting ready for to see that first flock and start to work them and get them in a race to the decoys. But I'm, I'm just I'm just talking you know off the cuff here guys that I hope opening day means something to you guys where you turn that radio on with that hot cup of coffee and you're listening to a song like My Foul Life on the way to the blind or whatever your music of choice is and you're just starting to visualize what's getting ready to happen what we've waited nine months we probably have, have experienced it before in the woods we've had several opening days but there's nothing like the next one, man. And that's what I want you to think about is how lucky we are to have the next one. Stay safe. 
Think about others. Respect other hunters. We're all out there for the same reason. There's no reason to let egos or just, you know, a bunch of arrogance get in the way of having a good, safe experience out there. And just put yourself in other people's shoes and think about it. You're going to get in a spot to have good hunts this year. If it doesn't go your way on every one of them, don't get frustrated like we all have the tendency to do. Just chill out. Take a deep breath and know that there's going to be another one. Opening day is so badass. It's so important to the duck hunter to our psyche to our soul let's just let's just sit back and take a deep breath and come to the realization that it could be gone tomorrow it could be taken from us at any time we have to protect our freedoms and our heritage and our culture and our blessings and privilege to be a hunter and know that it can be gone at any time with an accident a boating accident a shotgunning accident take care of your dog take care of the people in your blind stay safe at all times always have that on the front of your brain the the forefront of your head make sure that you're thinking about safety first and foremost as we get into the opening days where you're at and if you're listening to this again i apologize if it's already been the opener because you've already got to experience this but i sure i'm sure you know exactly what i'm talking about what i'm feeling i got goosebumps on my arms right now no pun intended thinking about going to california next year and seeing rock and hugging him and hugging rico and seeing scott and john and everybody at cwa and hugging them and high-fiving and starting a fire and having a cold beer and cooking up some ducks on the traeger and getting ready to to get out there in the morning and watch that sun come up and hear the specs coming off of the roost or off of the refuges and listening to Rocky and his guides work their calls and and that laughing goose sound that they make as they as they start to descend and maple leaf and get right for you know right into the the hole and and I think about what this girl and her boyfriend are getting ready to experience and I'm so excited for Mandy I'm so excited that she's going to get to see northern California duck and goose hunting at its finest with people that have that have honed their skills and taken a ton of pride in developing the skills and the, the, the skill sets that it takes to be successful consistently day in and day out in the field. If you're a duck hunter, you know failure comes a lot. It doesn't mean that you need to kill a limit to be considered a successful hunt. Take something out of this hunt that even if you only kill one or two, try to become a sponge and learn something every day that you're in the field. And that's what being a complete duck hunter, all the way well-rounded duck and goose hunter, conservationist, deer hunter, turkey hunter, predator hunter, it doesn't matter what the, the animal is that you choose to chase and pursue and try to harvest respect that animal and try to take something out of the field every day even if things don't go your way during that hunt and that's what I'm looking forward to I can't wait to see the look on Mandy's face and her fiance's face and seeing how Rocky instructs them and teaches them tips and tactics of the field what about the conversations the night before the day or the 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 breakfast after the hunt I, I can't wait for all of it I'm so freaking excited I'm so happy to be a duck hunter to be an American hunter and I love all my friends and family that do it that enjoy this time of year and I love getting that freezer full of birds as long as you're within the legalities and and, and stay within the law I love duck feeds I love wild game feeds I love preparing wild game and I love seeing the look on people like Mandy and her fiance's face when they put duck in their mouth for the first time and get to experience how good living wild becoming a provider is it is the absolute coolest way to live coolest badasses life lifestyle that you can live is being an american provider or a provider wherever you're from living off the land and 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 providing a bounty on your table for your friends and family so that's what the opening day means to me it starts bringing all this jubilation and all these feelings that i get to feel for the next three or four months and all of the different places we visit the different states different 
flyways, different hunting camps, different fires. I can't wait to hear Leith Lofton and Drake White and different people play their guitars again. And everybody keep Drake White in your thoughts as he battles back from his accident. We're, we're, we're in his corner. We're thinking about him a lot. But having Zach or Bobby or any of our friends that love to play the guitar, we're going to have Dean James Jr. in camp in Texas soon. I, I love that. I just love what hunting camp and what the hunting lifestyle brings to all of us. I can't wait until I get to experience more opening days, but I don't look past the ones that are coming up in the South. I had an awesome conversation with my good buddy in Arkansas last night, and I'm trying my hardest to get down to the, that area of the, the Grand Prairie to experience opening day 2019-2020 season with my Arkansas friends and the flooded timber of Arkansas. And I'm really working hard to get that done. I have some personal stuff that I have to get taken care of with businesses and brands, but I'm trying my best to get down there. It's so fun to experience opening days in different places, whether it's in Nevada or California or Idaho or Montana, Saskatchewan, Alberta, Ontario, Manitoba, Minnesota, Missouri, you name it. There's ducks everywhere. You can find them. There's places that are better um, and stronger than others as far as population or the the, the amount of ducks you're going to have an opportunity to call at or see during any given hunt or geese. But um, just enjoy it. Don't take it for granted. And as you listen to this, I hope that you're starting to visualize that opening morning or that next hunt. Wherever you're going to be, goose hunt, dry field, marsh, flooded rice, river, flooded timber, uh, flooded cattails, dry corn. Doesn't matter what you're getting ready to hunt. Scout it hard. Where are they hitting in that field? Paint a picture in your mind of what this masterpiece is going to look like when you start to throw your decoys around in the morning like their paints going on that canvas and you're blind and you're hide and your dog and your other hunters and the hunt leader and who's calling the shot and team calling and flagging or or where you're putting your jerk string to create ripples and that chocolate milk effect that muddy water effect and that duck spread because ducks are always moving and kicking up those sediments let's keep all of that in mind so while you're listening to this and you're headed to that blind I hope you're visualizing success. I hope you're visualizing safety. I hope you're visualizing fun. I hope you're looking over at your buddy and high-fiving him with giddiness as you're listening to this, that you cannot wait to get out of that truck and put that tailgate down and tell your dog to come out unless he's in the back seat, which he probably is because it's getting colder this time of year. Hopefully it is. And you guys start putting your waders on, whether you're in a mud room or at the boat ramp or when you back that boat into the water and hit that key and start it up and hear that idle and just think about it guys think about how lucky we are to get to be american hunters and get to experience everything that we do so this is a short one i'm not trying to just you know waste your time i'm trying to tell you what goes through my mind as a duck hunter and how excited i truly get when it's opening day or i get to go to another spot like california coming up next week rock i can't wait to see you scott and john at the california waterfowl association i can't wait to see you mandy and your fiance i can't wait to see you guys again we're going to see a lot of buddies from corning ford and some of our other partners down there i'm just giddy i'm so excited i'm so happy to be a duck hunter i hope you guys are too I hope this podcast helps you get through your drive or the days in between till your next hunt from your last one. Tell us about it. Write us 
at thefowllife.com. Look us up on Instagram at TV. Send us a direct message. Tell us what topics you want us to cover. Please support the partners and sponsors that support us like we talked about today with Oakley Standard Issue. We are so excited to be with Oakley. We're excited to be with Lear Camper Shells. Please go to thefowllife.com and check out our sponsor page. You can also check out our online store for all the new Foul Life merchandise. We have new merchandise coming for This Life Ain't For Everybody, the Foul Life Podcast, and the Foul Life TV. New episodes airing right now on the Outdoor Channel. We're in Oklahoma this week with Flatline Outfitters, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, and the Ronald McDonald House of Memphis and the National Association of Ronald McDonald House Charities. I can't wait for you guys to see this episode. Please let us know what you think about it. It's very touching, sad at times, but it need, the story needed to be told because hunting is a provider of therapy. It's hunting and being in the woods, the duck blind, wherever you're at, whatever animal you're chasing, hunting is therapeutic. So check it out. We're excited for it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Fowl Life Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Belding. Again, check us out at thefowllife.com or at the Fowl Life TV on Instagram or Facebook, send us a direct message or a private message and tell us what topics or themes or guests you want to hear on these podcasts. And please check out our sister podcast, This Life Ain't For Everybody. And we will be launching new podcast brands coming up soon with new hosts and new topics, totally just new themes that we're going to go with. We're going for it, guys. Thank you for supporting our brands. Check out Jargon Game Calls for your small talk, your loud mouth, or your icebreaker call. We just took second at the World Live Duck. We're going to be coming back at you right away with another episode of The Foul Life to talk about our experience and my experience as the MC of the 2019 Chesapeake Waterfowl Festival, the 2019 World Goose Calling Championships, and the 2019 World Live Duck Calling Championships. We'll be right back at you with a couple more episodes to tell you about our experience out in Easton, Maryland on the Chesapeake Bay. It was awesome. Tom, go ahead and hit that button. This is 2 a.m. Logic. This song was written by yours truly. It's called My Foul Life. Thank you all very much. Mm-hmm.